0: Pray to me, tell me to your bed.
1: And welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym. And what I like to do here on the podcast is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have conversations about sex and sexuality with me. But, of course, during these terrible, awful, stressful COVID times, I don't have someone right here in the studio, but, of course, I'm interviewing people through Skype. And, you know, I've done a couple episodes where um, I'm talking to, like, other podcasters because... I feel like uh, people being exposed to more podcasts is really helpful and good right now. But another thing I was thinking is that I could feature some toy makers, some kinky toy makers, some sex toy makers who are still in production during this time. So we have a really fun toy maker here on the podcast. If you could please put your hands together and welcome to the mic comedian and sexy kink toy maker Jordan Kuzik. Hey, Jordan.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: My absolute pleasure. How is quarantine going for you, bud?
0: Uh it's going. Um <laughs> I ended yeah. up uh I was kind of I was in quarantine before the quarantine started. Okay. Um so mine kind of la- mine's kind of lasted a little bit longer than everyone else's. Um mm-hmm. but everything's been fine. Uh yeah. can't really complain too much. Um all things considered so everyone's healthy everyone's happy so can't complain
1: good that's amazing and are you quarantining alone or are you with family or are you with a partner what's your kind of setup for quarantine?
0: Uh, I'm actually quarantined with family and with my partner uh, at the same time oh, wow so we're all under the same roof um, which is good I mean everyone is pretty much keeping to themselves and everyone seems to be getting along so it's great uh, Good We're all giving each other space when we need it, which is awesome
1: <laughs> Yeah, I think um, uh, we're all kind of having a, the grass is greener moment Like people who are alone are wishing they had people And people who are quarantining with people are wishing they had some freaking alone time, you know So <laughs> Yeah, exactly <laughs> Either way, it, it's it's not ideal, but we gotta do it And you just gotta do the best that you can, you know
0: Yeah, it could be worse
1: it, it always could be worse for sure and I think that's a great kind of thing to keep in mind um, as far as like getting perspective on this whole thing. It's like, yeah, this is hard and it sucks and we're used to getting what we want all the time and doing what we want all the time. and that's a very privileged place to be in yeah. right. So just be thankful that everyone's happy and health healthy and uh, we can and we can all keep connected like through cool things like this like doing a podcast. Imagine if this happened, like, 50 years ago.
0: Oh, exactly. I mean, that's one of the things that we were talking about uh, yesterday. Uh, It seems that, like, everyone seems to be connecting a little bit more. But at the same time, we're kind of going back to everyone's making homemade stuff. We're baking. We're uh, sewing. We're doing a lot more stuff, like, hands-on that you wouldn't have done before. But Mm -hmm, at the same time we're all connected and we're all on Twitter and we're all screaming into that void uh, about how <laughs> scary this whole situation is or how stressed everybody is and all that kind of stuff. So like, you know, we're all still connected, but we're also kind of going back to what people did before the internet, sort of, Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that makes any sense.
1: No, it totally does because like, I feel like, um, like I'm on Twitter a lot. I am mm-hmm. I feel like you're directly speaking to me when you said <laughs> going on Twitter and screaming into the void. That is for me. That is me for sure. Um, but, you know, there comes a freaking point where I'm like, I need to get off my screen. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't be out and doing things. I can't like go to a store for a break, like go to the bank or like go hang out with a friend for lunch. Like, I can't do stuff like that that's not on a screen. So I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I can sew. I can do a sewing project. That's something I've been doing. Um, so I totally, totally hear that. Because uh, it's it's, it's hard to get off the screen for yeah. me. I, I struggled.
0: I found that um, right at the start of this one, like, everything was happening all at once. And it just felt like there wasn't a relief i i turned to uh emily my partner and i was like i have to get off twitter and i haven't been back on twitter it's been almost i mean when did this start like march so it's now may and the amount of time that i've spent on twitter has been less than maybe less than 15 minutes a day and all i do is i just i just check out have my friends tweeted? Yep. See that they're good. See if there's anything like remotely funny, and then I've just closed it and I've just gone off and done other things. Like I, Ugh, it was depressing you. me, and I yes. couldn't get out of. I couldn't get out of like my own. Um, I'm already like a naturally nervous person and like an mm-hmm. anxious person, so having to see all that like scary stuff and and it's not something that you can control, and you're just just forcing it into your eyes like Mm -hmm. at least three or four times a day for like an hour straight is like just it was draining and since I got off I was like oh you know what this is a lot better and once this is all done I'm probably going to change my Twitter habits which is which is great but at the same time I like being on Twitter I like making jokes I like doing all that kind of stuff but at Mm -hmm. the same time uh, I can't do it right now
1: yeah. And it's great to do all those things, but like up to a point, you know, if you're tweeting, you know, every half hour, it's like, okay, well, maybe you could find something else to do, hun. Like yeah. COVID or not COVID, you know, get off Twitter for a little bit. It'd probably be good for you, right? Yeah. So are are you missing not being able to like perform comedy? Or is there a way that you still are performing comedy, like virtual shows or stuff like that? How are you feeling as far as comedy is related?
0: I I miss it. I miss performing. Um I miss writing. We we were all set to do a show about a week or two before they started canceling like everything and like the yeah. whole of Toronto was shut down. Um but at the same time I also feel a little bit uh relaxed that I don't have to constantly be like thinking of new stuff and there's I, I just felt like I'd been writing for it felt like every day it was just a constant thing and so it kind of started getting a little bit stressful for me because not only was I doing uh, comedy I was also doing woodworking and just everything else that I had going on that felt like I wasn't really being able to like take a step back and take a break from all this creative stuff that I was doing. But yeah. at the same time, I totally miss making people laugh. And now that I've got a house full of people, uh, I'm, just, I'm, just being, I'm just performing for them, <laughs> whether they like it or not. Um, but what I yeah. am doing is uh, there's a website called the, um, the Online Journal of Thought and Perspective, and uh, that's mm-hmm. run by Cam Wiley. And... Oh, uh,
1: mr wiley he's, and his little pug yeah. i know
0: carlos is adorable um yeah i the cutest,
1: uh, one of the cutest internet dogs for sure
0: <laughs> i tweeted at he posted a photo on instagram and i just tweeted i'm like who are these two cuties and stuff like that i'm like oh, what am i doing but you know what it was, it was an adorable <laughs> it was an absolutely adorable story what uh what i don't care they're <laughs> they're both adorable um but he, true, he so is. he's writing he's got this online like kind of satire website and so he said he was looking for new writers, and I sent him a message, and I said, "Hey, you know, I've got a couple ideas," and he liked one of them, and so I wrote that, and now I have another one nice. kind of in the pipeline that I'm just kind of starting to work on right now. So I'm keeping busy. At least I'm I'm able to do I'm able to change my comedy writing from stand-up and sketch to now like satirical articles, and that's a little bit more. That's that's kind of it's a nice change of pace and I kind of get to work not under as much of a time constraint. Um, and it also kind of allows me to just kind of get like real weird with just my writing because sketch is fun. But when you're able to, when you're able to like write an article or an essay and you kind of just get to just put everything on your, that's on your brain down onto the paper and you see what you've created and you're like, what did I do? But then it's also really funny. (laughs)
1: Yeah. That's good. Great for you. I mean, I, um, I don't have like too, too many times that I am performing. Um, like my, for sure, my husband performs uh, a lot, a lot more than I do, but, um, something that I've been doing, uh, which is fun is, um, there's a podcast on our network that is just going to be started up. It's by Griffin Toplitsky. Um, It's called 94.5 The Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) And it's basically just like a bunch of Toronto comedians who are writing audio sketches, writing and recording remotely um, audio sketches. So uh, I had the pleasure of being involved in, uh, you know, recording some audio for Maddox Campbell's uh, sketches, like a couple of his sketches, which is great. Um, So I just love that there are like, you know, all these kind of, interesting ways we're finding to do our craft still like yeah but That's- I hear I I hear that like it's it's really hard especially for my husband that he misses like the social stuff surrounding doing comedy like mm-hmm. more than maybe doing the improv set he misses afterwards sitting down with the group Uh, and talking about it and having a couple beers together like for a couple hours after a set like that's really what he misses you know.
0: Yeah I I actually uh, I mentioned to Emily um, yesterday like I looked at her and I was like you know what like I miss I miss my friends like I miss our group that we would do sketch with. Yeah. And like they not only are they my group but like it's also like they are all really really good friends of mine. And so just being able to see them, not, it wasn't, like, often, but, like, seeing them uh, at least once a month kind of thing, um, it it was fun. We all got to, like, make jokes, and we would all pitch ideas and just keep on just making each other laugh. And, yeah, like, you miss that. But I've also tried to make sure that I could, like, I've reached out to a lot of them, and uh, I'm trying to, like, come up with new ways of, like, just... Making sure that we can all connect because I'm sure they're all probably missing. I'm hoping they're missing me. Uh, if not, um, they're out of the <laughs> Fuck group. Fuck you guys. No, no, yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. If they're if they're listening, you're all still in the group. It's fine. Uh...
1: Yeah, what we've done actually, which is kind of fun, a group of friends and I have been doing trivia nights. Yes. So like via Zoom or Facebook chat. But we're not playing like a board game or whatever that exists. We're creating our own like topics and writing multiple choice on them. And then um, what it's kind of morphed into is something a little more personal where it's like, okay, the topic always has to do about our lives. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about like certain memories and like whether people remember exactly what happened, um, you know, and giving multiple choice answers to like trying to you know, either put people off the scent or like, you know, give a double bluff or something. So it's like, I first met, you know, another person in the group during this and then like, you know, talking about actual memories. Mm-hmm. And we're finding that it like just spurs really nice conversation about like, you know, just remembering funny shit and then trying to make each other laugh with the multiple choice questions to you like the writing of it like is mostly for me anyway, geared to like try and make people laugh. So it's yeah. been really
0: nice. I it's all it's similar to almost like two truths and a lie.
1: Yeah, exactly. Very We've, close to that.
0: What I've uh what I've been doing is uh, I've been looking at uh, different like tabletop RPG games like D&D but like not as involved with as D&D can be cuz um yes. a lot of a lot of my friends they haven't played D&D, they haven't done uh tabletop games. So I've been looking into different ones and seeing like, okay, who can I get? Like, can I get a group together? And would I be able to like do a mm-hmm. session where it's all improv and it's all just creating a character and you have to stick with that character and we can just like do like mm-hmm. a weekend or a weeknight or something like that and just play for a couple of hours because I get like, that's also going to allow everyone to just kind of be able to f- flex their creative muscles as well. Yeah. And it's like, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that I can get like a session going soon, but, um, yeah, like it's just, it's fun that we're getting, that we're able to like figure out ways of still connecting and figuring out ways of still being able to be creative and be funny in a really uncertain time. Like, it seems like comedy is kind of after this, like people were saying like, oh, comedy is going to change. And I don't know if that's true, but I definitely want to kind of see where it goes. And I, and it's yeah. interesting that you said like you know, audio versions of sketch, which is absolutely fantastic. And that's one of the things that I really really love listening to is, uh, just sketch, that's you know through the radio through like you can find like old BBC shows and stuff like that that were all sketch groups, yeah. and it's fantastic yeah. because you get to focus more on the writing than you do have than you have to do on like the acting or like the sets and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's so much fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Another one I'm thinking of is, like, Mark Hallworth's podcast. Uh, they do a lot of audio sketch, so... And they were doing that even before um, all this. Like, they've been doing it for years, like mm-hmm. the Best of Friends podcast, yeah. Yeah. Um, which has always been great. Actually, that's one that Matt has guested on a bunch, like, just, uh, again, just recording, like, the audio for one of the parts or whatever. But, yeah, it's really interesting to see how, how we're all adapting like our craft to these times like for me all my sex work stuff is like all online now it's just it's like totally different and it's like okay just keep going and keep doing it in whatever way you can do it so Mm -hmm. it's nice to see but okay so I know one of the things when you were going back and you're talking about like oh you know what did we do before we had the internet and could get, connect in those ways we're kind of doing things with our hands and stuff like this now we teased it out when I announced you but let's get into it you are a sexy woodworker Jordan
0: that is true uh <laughs> and not just not just because I'm probably handsome but uh you know just all because <laughs> of what I make handsome. I say probably just in case like anyone like looks at me and they're like, nah, he's lying. I was like, okay, yeah, that's why I said probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cover all your bases. Yeah. So what kind of things do you create in your woodworking business?
0: So I can make furniture, tables, um, I've made Harry Potter wands. I have made mm-hmm. knife blocks. I have made paddles. Um, I've made um Oh, I've just, I've, I've made like so many different things, uh, uh, presentation boards and like little, uh, flight boards for wineries and stuff like that. Um, but what people seem to really like is they like the paddles. They like all of the, they like all of the, uh, kink stuff and that's fantastic. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's how we uh, first got connected was yep. you reached out to me um, for my show Bedpost Product Reviews. Mm-hmm. So you gave us a few paddles um, to try out, you know, for science and um <laughs> Me, yes, a couple of comedians and I both got our own paddles and tried them out and then reviewed them on our show. But also, Jordan, you are so generous because you gave us a few paddles to give away at the Bedpost State Show. Yep. Um, which I got to tell you, people were just crazy excited um, to hear that those were our door prizes at the show. And I'm so happy that it worked out that we we got to give them out like while we were still doing the show, because obviously, it's not happening anymore. So it's good (laughs) timing too on your part, I must say. (laughs) So I have to say your paddles are absolutely beautiful.
0: Oh, thank you so much.
1: You specifically um, did a bit of wood burning on mine. It was wood burning, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, that you you monographed mine in my Dom Persona Lady Pym, which is mm-hmm. very awesome. <laughs> I've taken a mini selfie with that paddle. But before I get into my experience using your paddle, because it's actually quite a funny story.
0: Um, <laughs> love to hear it.
1: I would love to hear how you started making paddles. Like, were you a kinky person before or did you like get a request one time and then was, you know, kind of doing a supply and demand thing. Tell me how you got into making specifically like paddles and kinky shit.
0: So, uh, what happened was, uh, I was, I was talking to, uh, a, a, a friend of mine and, uh, and he's also a uh, part of my sketch group. Um, and I, he just said, oh, you know, like, what are you doing uh, for your woodworking? Because at the time, I was just kind of, like, making projects just to keep busy. And mm-hmm. uh, and I mentioned, like, what I was making, but I said, like, you know, I'm always looking to make different things. And he said, as a joke, you should make paddles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's that's a good idea. Like, that, that just, like, piqued <laughs> my interest. I thought, like oh, you know what, I wonder if I could, because my my shop doesn't have a lot of tools. I don't have a bandsaw. I don't have a lot of things that you're able to, like, make a lot of stuff really quickly. I am pretty much just mm-hmm. relying on hand tools, and the hand tools that I do have is a small amount. Like, I've just got chisels and, like, a couple saws and stuff like that. And um, mm-hmm. so that, I wonder, I was like, I-, I wonder if I could do this. So I just kind of sat there and thought about it. And I looked up a bunch of different uh, videos and I went to a few different sites just to see what people would, had done in the past. And um, then I just thought, oh, you know what? Like I'm going to, I'm going to try. And so I tried it out and it like went off way better than I had expected it to. And I was like, wow, this was, this was like fantastic. And I had like a ton of fun doing it. And it only took me like a couple hours just from trying to get, uh, what I had in my head down and, and work out all the different, uh, kinks, <laughs> uh, work out all the different kinks. Um, and, and just, and then from there I made a few more and I realized like, oh, this is, now I know what to do. And it just became mm-hmm. a lot easier to do that. Um, yeah. So it literally just came from a friend making a joke and me wondering whether or not I could do it.
1: So essentially like you taking a dare.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I and that's the thing. Like anyone who has ever approached me and said, "Can you make this for me?" I've always gone, "Yeah, you know what? Like let's try it." And I'll I will look it up and I will look up exactly what they're looking for. And I will take a I will look at all different pictures and uh I will see whether or not I can do it. And if I can, I always tell them like, "Yeah, yeah, I can absolutely do it. I'll have it for you." And if I can't, I'll straight up tell him like I can't. I, I I don't have the I don't. It's a special thing or whatever. I just don't have the tools. But usually, it's I can do it, and then I make sure that I do it.
1: Amazing. So when he said that, were you like, hmm, a paddle? I've never heard of that before. Oh, oh no, I I What I'd, would I'd, you do with said paddle? Hmm.
0: I I definitely. <laughs> or were you like? <laughs> I 100% I was like oh oh that yeah no interesting I will I will look into I will do a lot of research on that I guess um
1: oh yeah quote unquote research oh yeah
0: well that was that was the other thing I was like looking into it and I'm like how how long should a paddle be and how wide should the paddle be and I started like looking at my my google search just went off the charts for like paddles and stuff and it was like all real like (laughs) I ended up on like kink websites and stuff like that, just trying to figure out. And there, and like, some of them had like good, uh, they had good information. And then others were just like, it was just all photos and I was like, oh, okay. And even the photos kind of helped a little bit, but yep. most of it was, uh, most of it, like my, for like a few days, my Google search was just nothing but paddles. It was, uh, <laughs> Google, Google went, oh, he found a kink. He, he went hard nah! on that one, did he? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and also they're probably like suggesting you shit. I bet every little ad that was like everywhere on Facebook on everything was all like kink related or probably. Oh my god! It or was wood all, related, right?
0: It was all Wish weird Wish stuff, and then it was just oh like a lot of wish. like. <laughs> the, w- wish is the thing I love about Wish is you'll scroll through <laughs> some of like the their products, and it'll be like, "Here's what is clearly a butt plug." And then the next yes. thing is like uh just a hat and they've blurred out the hat as if like you're not allowed to see what a hat looks like like that's that's the thing that you can't show on the internet like it's like it's so strange what they feel that they need to censor I know
1: uh, i love the things that wish suggests for me like i'm forever taking a screenshot of shit that wish is suggesting for me because it's like there is some weird weird ass shit and i'm a person oh. that is into weird shit let me tell you
0: <laughs> but, oh yeah like,
1: some of the bizarra stuff i'm like what is it what even is that like i don't even know if i know what that is
0: <laughs> yeah there was a thing that was on there and it was just like it looked like I don't even know how to describe it. It had a screw, and it, I guess it went on your foot. And I was like, "What? I don't even know what this is." And we and Emily it. and I had to like, we had this discussion where like, I think it's like for if you have like an ingrown nail, but surely right. you would just use nail clippers or whatever, and not be, and not be like, you know what? Wish has the answer here. <laughs> I'm going to pay whatever I need. I'm going to wait for it to get shipped and then I'm going to fix my ingrown nail.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like two weeks later.
0: You're just living with all of that pain and you're like, the moment (laughs) this package arrives, oh, it's going to be great. (laughs) You can literally just go down to a pharmacy and buy nail clippers.
1: Oh God, I love it. Um, Okay, so I want to know, like, okay, so you're like on the internet and you're like trying to get an idea of what... You know how long it should be how thick it should be what weight maybe what wood you should use i want to know the first paddle that you made and uh what did you determine after testing uh said paddle
0: (laughs) so uh first paddle i made was uh i had a a scrap piece of uh cherry and it was about i made it about 21 inches long including the handle and, um, I, uh, long. a friend... That's long. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I made it... I think I made it about half an inch thick. And, um, a friend suggested that I should, uh, burn in the word naughty. But because it's wood, it should naughty be K N O T T Y. And I'm like, nah, it's a good pun. You know what? Like, I'm gonna do it. And, uh, so I got it all... And I and I oiled it. It looks absolutely like fantastic. I still have it. It is just sitting on my desk here, um, and uh, yeah, the first thing I did was I'm like I'm I'm trying this out on myself. I want to know <laughs> on like, yourself, yeah. on yourself. I love it. Well, there was like <laughs> n- like I was so proud of it. I had just finished it, and I was like I've got to yeah. try it out right now. So I'm just like I'm just like kind of <laughs> and like no one's around. Yeah, I was like <laughs>
1: you're the only one there.
0: I'm like half squatting. And I'm like, and I just hear, you could just. I was wearing like, I'm wearing like my work pants. So it's like denim jeans. And you yeah. just hear this like thwack right across my butt. <laughs> and, uh, and I went, oh, uh, oh, that better not awaken something in me. And you know what it did? <laughs> I was like, nah, yeah, I can yeah. see it. I can, I totally get, I totally get it. And, uh, and even now, like if I make another one, I'm like, I like like the, the one that I made, uh, for you, the, um, mm-hmm. which was like five eighths of an inch ass. thick. Yes. Yeah, th- and <laughs> I was like,
1: huge and thick.
0: I'm sitting there going like, I have to know what this feels like. And I tried it. I was like, this is going to break bones. My God. Like it was, it was such a, it was such a thud. Cause that was the thing you were looking for. You said you were looking for something that had a thud. So of course I, I sure was like, did, yeah. oh, I have to make sure what it feels like. I have to know if this has a thud. And I tried For it, sure. and I was like, "Yeah, that's got a thud. <laughs> that one, that one's got some power right there."
1: <laughs> a success, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So uh, you honestly were not into impact play before, and then now you are.
0: Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I love it. and stuff like that. I'm totally fine with. Uh, but like, yeah. I'd never, I'd never, you know, gone out and got a paddle, or I'd never gone out and got. Um, uh uh anything anything that would do that uh this is the first yeah. time I was like oh I i made it myself so I may as well try it out and then I tried it I was like I yeah I get it I I totally get this
1: <laughs> I understand the fascination yeah. yes <laughs> it was like it was
0: like you look up and like that bright light shines on you <laughs> when you finally have that like realization you're like oh I get it all right
1: I love it. Um, So I want to know the first... So that first paddle, you said you still have it. By the way, Mm -hmm. I'd love to see a picture of it. We could, like, post it with the episode, possibly. Your naughty paddle. Absolutely. So from there, did you, like, show it to your friend that kind of suggested it? You're like, hey, it worked. Uh, I made it. Um, And what happened, like, going forward from there as well to make more?
0: I showed it to everybody. (laughs) The moment it was done and the moment that like i took photos of it i sent it to everyone i love it my parents i showed it to them like first and foremost i was like look at what i've done um my friend who suggested it sent it to him he said i don't even remember saying that to you <laughs> oh, i sent funny. it to i sent it to my friend who suggested the who suggested the naughty uh uh burnin yeah i sent it to uh my girlfriend emily yep. i sent it to my brother he was at work <laughs> i sent it to uh, I, uh it. I literally just sent it to everybody that i knew would be like totally cool with it i sent it to like a few friends that just went like yeah like they weren't even surprised that i did it yeah and they're like no yeah, no that that tracks that's something that you would do that's like right. yeah like every but everybody liked it and the thing is is like everybody liked what the wood looked like once yeah. it had oil put on and stuff like that yeah and I was going like oh yeah you know I, I did this and this is how I did it and all this kind of stuff and everyone was like huh like like they don't know how uh how intricate some of the things have to be and all this kind of stuff but like that was something for me where I was like that's really cool what I'm doing yeah but then I I talked about it to uh my uh I took woodworking classes at uh at Mohawk College okay and I mentioned that I made one to my instructor and he was super into it to the point where he was telling me like here's how, here's the kind of wood you should look for here's right. how you would make one if you're gonna make one later on and all this kind of stuff he was just giving me like all kinds of tips he thought nice. it was hilarious
1: nice let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors shall we first of all Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. I love that. So then what was, like, the second paddle? Maybe did one of the people you sent a picture to was like, I want one. Like, how did you make your second one? And going forward, making even more.
0: I had a few friends who they said, you know what? Like, I I, I think I'd want one. Yeah. But they didn't say that, like, they're like, I, I, I want one, but I would just want to have it on as, like, a display. Because I think it's really, really, I think, like, they like what I do, but they also thought, like, it was, like a funny thing to have like hanging up in their house kind of thing right a conversation
1: Um, piece if you will yeah
0: exactly (laughs) and uh and they were like i want to but i want to make sure that you put something funny on the paddle kind of thing great um and then uh the next paddle that i made was actually the paddles uh for you and for uh the giveaways yay and after that um I haven't had too many people reach out asking for uh, paddles. I had a few, but, um, uh, you know, like, just not, not, a, not as much as I was, like, hoping, but I ended up uh, having to do, like, a really big order for uh, a winery over the course of, like, November through to um, February.
1: But nice. it was all
0: flight boards, and they, all, they were all paddles. Yeah. So I was like, I know how to make a paddle, and I can make 50 of them, no problem. And That's I even amazing. told them, they were like, oh, how did you learn how to, make, uh, how to make these? And I was like, I've got a story for you. And they were totally <laughs> cool with it. Like, they thought it was hilarious. And they went around and they started telling patrons who, were, who remarked like, they, that they liked these flight boards. And they're like, do you know how he made them? Do you know how he learned how to make them? And, like, they were just telling people randomly. I love like, it. you know what, this is, this is fine. This is fine with me. This is, this is actually really, really funny. That's
1: amazing. I um, actually have a photo shoot of myself. It was when I first started professionally doming so like I had implements but like I had limited implements, basically. Yeah. So I wanted to do this photo shoot, and it was the first professional photo shoot that I did for like my business, like for doming, right? And I was in it in front of like a Saint Andrew's cross, right, like a wooden Saint Andrew's cross. And mm-hmm. my thing was, well, I would like to be carrying a wood implement, you know, but I don't really have one. So I um, was actually a bartender at the time. So I, you. <laughs> (laughs) you. better believe I snuck home one of those flight boards and then used it in the photo
0: shoot.
1: (laughs) Just the back of it.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. So maybe I'll post that as well uh, when we put up this episode, a picture of that photo shoot. Because that 100% is a flight board.
0: (laughs) The the one that I made, uh, the first one that I made, I put it on my Instagram. And I said, oh, you know, this is a flight board. Because I had it reversed so you couldn't see the naughty thing <laughs> yeah and all of my friends who I sent it to immediately got into my comments being like are you sure it's a flight board Jordan <laughs> and I was like yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be like I didn't want to I at the time I wasn't sure whether or not people would be uh totally cool with me advertising that like I make that as well as making other things if I'm trying to like start a business yeah but then I thought like hey you know what fuck it I don't care uh people are gonna buy what they wanna buy and if they're gonna if they're gonna get it from me like I'm not gonna turn anyone away and if you don't want if you if you've got a hang up because this is what I do, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I don't you can go somewhere else kind of thing. Exactly. But uh so I I was early like going like, Oh yeah no that's a that's definitely a flight board. That's definitely a flight board. But I knew (laughs) like like it can definitely be a flight board. You just need to flip it over but mm-hmm. the moment someone turns it on the other side, they're going to have questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I love like the idea of pervertibles, right? Because I'm interested in <laughs> I'm interested in asking you. So, like, you know, another option that I could have used, like in the photo shoot or actually for play, was like a lot of cutting boards. For instance, yep. a lot of cheese boards are like very paddle esque, like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've used a charcuterie board that is like, I swear to God, better than most actual wooden paddles that are engineered for (laughs) impact play. I swear to God, like, the only thing is that it's really heavy to like yield because it's not meant for impact play. But like, what are the differences, basically, between like something you would engineer for a paddle and let's say making a cutting board? Are there any like... Or what are ones that you know of?
0: Well, the the only real difference is um, if you're making a cutting board or a charcuterie board or something like that, they're usually a little bit thicker. You're looking at um, three quarters of an inch up to, I mean, there are some cutting boards where they're two inches. And they're, like, really, really heavy and stuff like that. And, you know, um, obviously you can put handles on some of them. Like, you're going to put them on the... You're gonna put them on the ones that are like not as thick because obviously like you have to be able to hold on to it kind of thing. Um, and beyond that, like for me, I always try and make sure that uh, if I'm using, if I'm making a cutting board or if I'm making a charcuterie board, I'm using woods that are safe for uh, that are safe for food. Right. And if I'm making a uh, a paddle. Uh, I still make sure that um, what I'm using is something that's going to be safe to be hit with
1: yeah, because like there are some woods safe. that
0: are, yeah, there are some woods that are like too soft and there's some that like to splinter or there's some that like to just have like gaps and stuff like that. And you don't want that. Right. So I always make sure that the woods that I'm using, um, I'm really like looking at them to make sure that uh, they're all safe for whatever it is I'm going to be using them for. Mm-hmm. Um
1: Does that influence like what kind of finish that goes on it as well? Like the oil or the does that is that difference between like some are food safe, some are body safe, some are not like as far as the varnish or whatever?
0: So what I always do is I always make sure that uh, it's whatever it is that I'm making. um, If it's a piece of furniture, I'm using some type of like urethane oil that uh, protects it. If I'm making something with food, um, I'm just putting on, like, a mineral oil with uh, a beeswax. And that kind of protects it, and it also uh, prevents um, bacteria from growing and stuff like that. Because with mineral oil, it actually smothers the bacteria. So, if you, especially with cutting boards, they kind of start to look a little bit old, and you just put some mineral oil back on them, and they just, like, brighten right back up. They have a little bit more... You have to, like... Take care of them a little bit more, and you always have to kind of like re-oil them. But you can get mineral oil at Shoppers Drug Mart. Like you can get it pretty much anywhere, and it's inert; it doesn't go bad. Um, it's totally food safe, and so that's what I also use for my paddles. Because um, for yours, I put uh, the same stuff that I would put f- uh, with furniture. But um, with others, I kind of figured like I'm going to I'm going to do Uh, mineral oil just because it's a little bit easier for them to uh, do some upkeep on Um, just in it just because I would assume for them they're probably not going to be using it possibly as much as you would be using it (laughs) (laughs) you'd be right yes (laughs) yeah recreational versus professional
1: exactly industrial commercial versus (laughs) personal use yeah Does um it would they change like as far as like the aesthetics go like a va- a paddle versus a cutting board like what's different about the look of it
0: There's not too much of a difference like if, if I'm making a uh, a cutting board you can do mm-hmm. an end grain cutting board where uh it looks like the it's just all the end grain of the wood so you kind of see like it looks like a little bit like straws You wouldn't be doing that for a uh for a paddle just because you want something as solid as possible. And with okay. an end grain cutting board, there's a lot of glue ups and stuff like that. So there's a lot of spots where like it could fail kind of thing. If it's got gotcha, you gotcha. Um but with paddles and charcuterie boards where you just need the face grain, um, there's not too much of a difference. It just all looks it that's where you get like the real you can see like the real uh figuring of the wood and all the different grain popping and stuff like that. Um and with uh with paddles, I can also do into more exotic woods because, you know, you're not going to be eating off of it. But at the same time, you also want something hard and or dent.
1: It's very interesting. Would you um like encourage people to use cutting boards as impact implements or w- is that something that you're like, oh, no, they're very different and like one could really hurt you? Like what's your stance on kind of the pervertible aspect of... Using something that's not engineered for impact play.
0: I mean, if you want to try it, go for it. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't. You don't know until you try it. Um, sure. You just have to make sure that what you're using, if you're going to be using it on someone else, would you want? It, would you want it to be used on you? So right. you're not gonna. You're not gonna use something like super thick, and you just want to make sure that whatever it is. That you're using you've got a good grip on it and uh if there's any like cracks or if there's any holes don't you don't want to use that because that that could be a spot where it's going to break mm-hmm. yes but beyond that you know <laughs> beyond that yeah go for it i i i have no idea um i've never <laughs> used one but uh a, a try it out board? like yeah i've used a cut I... i've used a cutting board for food uh they're great <laughs> okay. they're fantastic for food
1: Oh, good. Okay, that's what was, my next question. Um, no, but like, that's something that I um, kind of do recommend for people that like, just have no idea what it's like to be hit with something that's uh, hard. So I'm like, grab a cutting board and just give yourself yeah. a couple whacks because like, you know, they're not going to break it over their ass the first time they're using it. They're just going to kind of test out the sensation. It'll be kind of on the low end as far as intensity and like the yes, power of the hits go, I'm sure. So I'm like, you know, that's something that I'm just like, okay, well, if you want to know what it likes, you know, get someone to just kind of hit you a couple times with a cutting board, um, yeah. you know and throw like a little power dynamic on top of that, you know, a little good boy yeah. and then you're you're set, you know. <laughs> you got a you hit him with the lovely cutting board. little scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you say that you say if you're good if you're if you're a good boy, and you can take this. You'll ma- yeah. you'll make some food afterwards with the cutting board, right? <laughs> it's like it's two exactly. for one there. Everyone that exactly. everyone, everyone's everyone's going to have a good time. You get food afterwards. So it's fantastic. Hardly any exactly. cleanup. Exactly. I
1: do recommend to wash it in between, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that is funny. That is a kind of a funny thing, because that's another uh, thing that I say about, like, using books as impact implements. Like, you can't just use a book and then not have the actual book be any part of the scene. Like, it's got to be incorporated. Like, they've got to read from the book, and then if they fuck it up, or they don't remember what they read or whatever, then they get hit with the book. It's like, you know, make it related to the scene. Don't just hit someone with a book and don't talk about the book ever in the scene.
0: (laughs) It's like a Chekhov's paddle. You want to make sure that it gets used.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's a foreboding implement to just kind of have out and for the people that um like were like wondering uh oh i'd like to just have it kind of as a display piece or a conversation piece i want to ask you did you believe them (laughs)
0: uh so like some of my friends are comedians so i'm going to i'm going to believe them up to a certain point right you know like they tried it if people keep saying like yeah, like you gotta it, know like, they tried
1: it at least once.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, if you're if you're wanting it for uh just a display piece, a display piece, cool. If you're wanting to use it, cool. Like it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm making it for you. Do whatever you want. Have fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but at the same time, I'm always probably gonna be like, yeah, you're trying it out. Like if I'm <laughs> if I'm sitting here going like I'm gonna try it out, like you're probably gonna try it out, and it's totally fine. Like have fun with it.
1: Like people can't help themselves i used to work like sex toy retail like people in the like paddle flogger crop section like if they're in that section they are hitting themselves with the implement i don't care what anybody says like it is very hard to resist walking by something that is shaped like that (laughs) and and not giving the person you're with a little thwack on the ass you know
0: yeah it's like when you go to, like, when you're in the hardware store and you see, like, the wind chimes and you just kind of go by and you, like, yes. and you kind of, like, brush past the wind chimes. Like, it's one of those things that you just have to do. It's, like, a tactile thing.
1: Yeah, you just, it is. And you're, like,
0: and oh, you, it's always, so like, it's just curiosity. Yeah. People want to know what it, people see it in the media, they see it in, like, stories, they see it in, like, movies, yeah. and then you're finally seeing it and you're, like, you know what, I want to know what that feels like.
1: Totally, Yeah. So as far as we're talking about like people that are kind of maybe doing it for the first time, do you have any advice on like, maybe what type of paddle might be good for a beginner? Or like, you know, if maybe a beginner came to you wanting to commission a paddle, what would you make for them? Basically,
0: I would probably make them one that's on the lighter end, half an inch. uh, I would probably go At least half an inch um thinner than that i mean depending on the wood you might be risking it breaking kind of thing um Mm -hmm. but i would definitely go i would go half an inch i would probably go a little bit longer um just because i know with longer paddles that's more for like a warm-up Rather, when you go with like a shorter or smaller paddle that's when you're kind of going for like more of an impact on like one spot
1: yeah, you're so, going for the gold at that point.
0: Yeah, and so I kind of think like you know I, w- I would definitely I would definitely give them like one of the I would go bigger I would give them like a longer handle uh, just something a, something a little bit more generic uh, yeah. for them to to try it out kind of thing and yeah. see whether they like it and then from there you know because these things are like super customizable mm-hmm. they can come back and if they like that and if they want more you know I can do pretty much anything.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I um, got together with my friend, Andrew Gerza, um, who is a dude who has CP. So he kind mm-hmm. of has, like, limited mobility in his hands. And we get together every once in a while. Like, sometimes we like to record a podcast or something like that. He has a podcast as well. It's called Disability After Dark, for anyone that's interested. Um, and, like, what we usually talk about is, like, the accessibility of, like, certain sex toys and certain implements, right? Mm-hmm. So... Oh, and that reminds me actually, he's going to start, he's been uh, wanting to start up a sex toy company with his sister. They've been kind of in the process of this, um, of creating like accessible sex toys. Oh, so, cool. okay, uh, yes, and he's just launched it today. So, this will be a while back when this episode finally airs. But everybody, check out, okay, Andrew Gerza his disability sex and disability brand it's called handy so that's Ah. h-a-n-d-i so check that out and their hashtag is pleasure within reach so sorry i just for that shameless plug but i just remember that but anyways um one of the things like through the two of us testing that is usually accessible is a paddle because it's not complicated as you're kind of saying it's you know a fairly streamlined basic shape like that most people can grab onto you don't have to put your fingers through anything or lace anything up or velcro anything or buckle anything it's like very accessible for people to use a paddle like out of any of the toys i've tried with andrew because he has one hand that's kind of more claw like like it's atrophied fairly closed like a closed fist Mm -hmm. um so he has trouble like um doing like little detailed work like with his fingers like fine motor skills like that so a paddle Mm -hmm. has always been something that's been accessible to him so i just want to throw that out there for folks that are like um finding trouble with like finding sex toys that are right for them for whatever reason maybe your hands aren't as mobile due to lots of different reasons right a paddle is always a good go-to i've found
0: yep absolutely agree yeah and you even got the you even have uh, especially on mine i always make sure to drill a hole for like a lanyard so nice yeah even then you can always tie it around your wrist or you can tie it around um whatever it is that you need and you know you still you still have some mobility that way too
1: totally and if you happen to drop it it's like oh thank god yeah. it's on your wrist <laughs> you, you don't want to
0: the, the other thing is like if you're if you're dropping one of them like they come with a thud yes that's, that's and and people are gonna people are gonna come running because they're wondering what's happened
1: <laughs> your downstairs neighbor will come right up because it sounds like a sickening thud <laughs> like somebody yeah. just dropped like a body <laughs>
0: I was, was one of my, one of my flight boards, I I didn't, this was just like a prototype one, but it was made out of, uh, it was made out of maple and I Mm -hmm. was carrying it into my basement and it slipped from my hand and it went all the way down the stairs (laughs) and it hit every stair. (laughs) And I was like, oh, like I, this was, you know, an hour's worth of work. It's broken. And I came down and I looked and there wasn't, there was no dent. There was nothing to it. It (gasps) just survived. I was like, Good to know. I know nice. it's a hard Product one, but oh testing. my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you should get into the habit of just throwing your paddles down the stairs just for quality assurance, you know, <laughs> making sure they stand up to impact.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you should make one of those machines like those, like, you know, that are just forever spanking something. Like, and you oh, can yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. you know, like 10 We're... years going and this thing is still not. <laughs> Uh, you know deteriorated or whatever
0: (laughs) it's worn an absolutely lovely groove but it is still going
1: yeah but she's still going 10 years how many hours you know (laughs) um (laughs) so i feel like i have to tell you um the main scene that i did with your paddle i've i've topped with the paddle many times um Mm -hmm. it's actually one of my favorites that i like using um yeah i love it uh, uh it's the great mix of like as you a thing i i requested that it be thuddy so it for sure has that end but you know anything that's like hard um like a, a hard surface is gonna feel a bit of slap too so it's like it's got a bit of both it's a nicely balanced pedal and it's a good length and size and it's got my name on it like you know say my name bitch that sort of a thing so um I generally I have very specific interests around, in, like bottoming for impact. Okay. Um like I'm I only I, I only like it under circumc- certain circumstances and like certain types of stimulation and I usually have not been a fan of like hard surfaces having impact on me. So mm-hmm. Which is one of the reasons I like to deliver it because I would be dying, <laughs> and I know how bad it hurts. So I, I must say this, and I like that. But what I did was like I had a group of friends, um, because I'm into kind of like being a lab rat or being like a guinea pig. Like, oh, okay, yeah. So I got somebody to like get out a clipboard to record every moment from this scene, and I got a group of people um, who I have who I have hit lots of times so I'm sure there's a little bit of revenge involved that they finally had their chance (laughs) to hit me back but um, I got like a group of like six people um, you know to to have a whack at me one of them was kind most other people weren't were really um, had, like, a grudge against me for some reason. I don't know. But it was so funny because I had, like, my friend there with the clipboard recording everything. And I was just, like, in it, you know, I was doing my thing, trying to get through it because, like, it's a thing that's hard for me, right? But it's also yeah. super hot and stuff like this. But, you know, I kind of, like, I don't know if I remember details after a scene necessarily. So when she gave me the clipboard, she was it was so funny the details that were written it was like very whiny (laughs) it was like she's getting more and more annoying to everyone in this room as the scene goes on (laughs) she's like (laughs) and then like when it got to your paddle because i had multiple paddles to like work up to yours because as we mentioned the one you gave me is thick as fuck I yeah AF so um by the Pickers. time I got to, to your paddle I was threatening everyone in the room <laughs> <laughs> I was asking them what did I ever do to them <laughs> <laughs> I was calling a for my mother <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. It was so, so funny. I, I recommend anyone that is doing, like, an impact scene um, for, like, the first time. Or if they're just, like, not partial to it, like, they're, it's difficult for them, I recommend having a note taker. It was so very funny to have somebody retail retelling the whole thing back to me after. Like, I swear to God, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a nightmare. After I read that, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Good thing I don't bottom that often. Like I, <laughs> it's so
0: funny. That's just so cool that like, and and, <laughs> and it's so fun that you can like, uh, you can record <sighs> it, and it like watching yourself on camera is fun. <laughs> like if I'm yes. if I'm performing, I'll I'll always make sure that I have at least an audio recording. Yeah, um, but see, seeing yourself like perform, yeah, it's fun but uh there's there's something even funnier about it being written down about you (laughs) i don't know what it is but like maybe it's because you can't see yourself but you're like oh i did that i didn't know i did that in that moment and it's just even funnier (laughs) it's it's even funnier that it that like you're like oh yeah that happened to me and i can i remember that part
1: and like having that it's also like not so objective anymore it's like how that person felt watching you is kind of included in it which is a funny angle you know like when when they said i was so whiny i was like how dare you first of all
0: (laughs) first of all do you know what i've been hit with
1: (laughs) first of all get on this bench right now um and we'll see who's whiny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> my brother did that he did that with uh i was getting my wisdom teeth out when i was uh, a teenager uh-huh. and uh he was like he for whatever reason he's like i'm going to write down everything that jordan does oh my god uh when he when he's coming out of uh the anesthetic and stuff like that oh and what god. happened was they had to give up my bed to someone else who was having like a really bad one i guess And so they let me go and I was still like severely under the influence of this anesthetic. And I was like, like my brother had to like carry me out of the doctor's office. And he said that, um, when they were, when he was driving me home, uh, I was blowing kisses at him and I don't remember doing that. And he, he was just saying like, yeah, like you, like you were cooperative, but it was like, you didn't know what you were doing for like half of the stuff that half of the stuff I was going on, like I was trying to go up the stairs and he had to keep telling me like, Oh, here's a step, take a step, take a step. Oh my God. And then when we got to the, uh, to the door, there's like a step up and I just kept bashing into the door. And my brother was like, <laughs> step. And then I just stepped right over. And he's like, yeah, you did fine. You did fine. And he just handed this to me afterwards. And I was like, Oh my God, why would you do this? But I still have it. Cause it's so funny. And I'm like, this is, this is of course I did this. I'm gonna, like, How did I not know in high school that I was going to become a comedian? Because this is what I was doing, apparently, (laughs) while I was under the influence of anesthetic.
1: It's your true essence. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so funny. Um, Okay, so, Jordan, we're about at time. I can't believe it. You've been so fun today. Um, I would love to... uh, give you the opportunity to tell people what they can do to get a paddle from you um to check out your comedy stuff i know obviously you probably don't have anything on the horizon but maybe you have something virtual uh coming up as well so tell us all the information about how we can follow you support you get in touch with you
0: yeah um so if you want to follow me on twitter it's at j-o-k-u-z um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, where I have most of my uh, uh, comedy and uh, woodworking, uh, it's at J-O-R-K-U-Z. And uh, if you want to commission um, any piece, uh, it's you can email me at J-O-R-K-U-Z-Y-K at gmail.com. And yeah, if you have any questions, just you can even uh, DM me on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, my DMs are open. It's all good
1: amazing oh that's so great okay so for bedpostly things um we're still doing the podcast obviously yep. every sunday we're coming out with the pod the new pod um you can go to our patreon if you want to throw the artist a couple bookaroos that's patreon.com slash the show uh i've got a lot of content that I'm pumping out on there Uh, kinky content there's pictures there's vids there's solo mini uh, podcast episodes there's audio erotica any of that sounds good to you uh, patreon.com slash show. If you want to email me for anything to do with bedpost, you can do so at thebedpostsexshow@gmail.com. show at gmail.com. You can also uh, take a look at our YouTube archives, including the episode where uh, I talk with Ali Banks and Roosh Kazi about um, Jordan's paddle. Uh, so that is on our YouTube page. We are the Bedpost Sex Show on YouTube. And last but not least, you are hearing original music on this podcast. That is by my lovely friend Stephanie Copeland. You can find out the rest of her music and her artwork at stephcopelandmusic.com and then of course jordan you've been such a pleasure thank you so much for taking the time and coming on the pod today
0: thank you so much for having me it's been a ton of fun
1: yeah you've been an absolute blast so and uh everyone that's been listening thank you for listening uh we love you guys and we will see you next week with another uh sex toy person can't wait to give you these episodes love you guys bye